Okay, we're back here with the next installment Speaking of, of the NBA <laughs> Podcast. I'm joined again by Mike Hobbs, Just Win. This is the NBA League Pass Podcast, only on the War Report Radio Series. Make sure you guys like and subscribe at the iTunes Podcast section where all of the shows are going to be at. It's under War Report Radio Series. Let's go. Let's dive deep into this NBA season. Last week, we talked about the top players in the NBA. and Let's start there with the article. Uh, where the a lot of GMs they would start their franchise with Carl Towns first, which isn't really a shock because he was picked last year, uh, and he I guess reclaimed that title. Um, and then they had Giannis onto the Kumpo second. Hey. So go that figure was a that. Up. Go hey, figure yo, check, that. Check, that was check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Well, I, don't I ain't know even if going it's a to misstep. But if, had, if, if it's a fantasy draft, right? Going, I'm not sure how you pick. Giannis Antetokounmpo to build your franchise around over Steph Curry. That's that was just, a misstep. That's Yo, you got, Curry. You got to understand. Yeah, over like, Steph this is, Curry. That doesn't make sense to me. We talking about, we ain't talking about today. We talking about, I'm building my my yeah. franchise, 10-year yeah. outlook. Who's going to be the most, Even the next who's 10 that years, guy? I'd rather have t- Steph Curry the next 10 years. All right, that's why, years. that's you. You. He's only 27 years old. <laughs> you have a, in, in five years, you'd have a 25-win team. Like, that's you false, feel me? That's, that, I mean, Steph Curry, Steph Curry can't stop a nosebleed. Steph so Curry. I don't want him. You got to look at where the league is Steph going. Curry, Steph Curry. Like, these ZMs ain't stupid. These ZMs understand where the league is <laughs> progressing. Like, you feel me? And they... When they like a, a guy like me who feels like they they visionaries in some aspects, like I think these GMs see that the Giannis Yo, okay. and players nothing, like listen, him let, let me respond. are changing the way the NBA is played. There's let me, let nothing wrong with acknowledging Giannis is a great player to start off a franchise with. I just wouldn't start, and he's younger than Steph Curry, obviously, but that doesn't mean you totally surpass the current players in their prime. Because literally, if it, even if there is a fantasy draft. That year of the fantasy draft, somebody has to win the NBA championship that year. So you could discuss all you want about how you're building towards the future, but I'm I'm, I'm in win now mode. I was uh, I was I was about to say that. I was gonna say like I don't like that whole idea of saying the next ten years because I'm quali- I'm a quality over quantity guy. Yeah. If I'm gonna get two championships, I'll take five years. If I'm gonna get no championships in ten years, I'd rather the five. I'd rather the two cha- two two chips and five. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So I'm I'm taking somebody like Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Because Kawhi Leonard's still a younger player. At the same time He's got the killer instinct. He's got ten years in him at a peak level, you know, at a high level. And he's gonna peak in about three. I don't think we've seen because I don't even think he's developed like that whole like um just just being the man, man, like being used yeah. to it. Tim just stepped off the boat. You know what I mean? Like, so this ship is now, I'm the captain. You know what I mean? Like, now Kawhi is, is looking at everybody like, I'm the captain now. You know what I mean? Whatever. And I just see it. I see it for him because that guy, one thing I know about basketball is the underrated thing about it is, like, hands. Absolutely. You know, Mike Jordan had huge hands. That's why he could manipulate the ball like that. That's just an underrated thing. Like, yeah. when you control the, you ball, the ball, people can foul you. You can still take contact because you can control the ball in the air. In the middle of the air, you can palm the ball. It makes a big difference. Kawhi Leonard is the hand. That guy literally can. He, he's strong as hell with the ball. 
So I just I really think that he's like an underrated play. I know it's really weird to say out loud that he's underrated because we consider him top five. Right. But I, I say he's underrated because I don't even know where he could he could take his offensive game. I don't know. I'm not trying to gas. I know Giannis is is good, but I just feel like Kawhi already has a jump shot. That's crazy. You know he already has like now Giannis got handle, defense, all of those things. I think Kawhi is a lot more mentally reliable at this point too. So. That's why I would say Kawhi, and then I'm I'm gonna say something like you know how old is Kevin Durant? Like Probably like 27, 28. <clears throat> he ain't 29. got seven. He ain't got seven good years because he's I the mean, second best player in the world. I mean, he also had two two foot reconstructive surgeries. I mean, Kawhi, yeah. what, what was did, what? I definitely still? take Kevin Durant before I take Giannis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, regardless, regardless, Even right? You talking about? I mean, when we talk about starting a franchise, we talking about long term investment. We talking about like injury history. Like these players, they not gonna pick. Like GMs ain't gonna pick the old players. Like you feel me? Because this is more of an injury risk. With twenty seven, twenty eight is old. Yeah, yes. It's not old. In basketball, you've been playing. You've been playing basketball since you how old? Fourteen, fifteen? AAU traveling around the country. Like you play eighty two games a year, triple back to backs, all Man, that you four games, four games and five nights. You doing all that shit like that? That level of, of of competition, like like these players don't be don't don't act like these players ain't complaining about like the treatment that they receiving from the league in terms of the malice and the toll that that their bodies are going through. You starting to see more and more players tearing ACLs at younger ages. Like my my man, exactly. my, my man's. Well, well it happens. My man's, my man's from uh, Jabari Parker. Like, yeah, he guy's not even twenty five years old. Tore his knee twice. I mean, you feel me? Well, there's like so, always been. So like when you it's when you talking about players. when you talking about like you know projecting like longevity of a player. Like, of course you're gonna pick the younger, more the the younger player with upside. Then you're gonna pick like the older player with, with that that's in his prime right now. Especially if you banking on like them lasting the duration of the contracts and shit that you're about to give them. You I say me? Kevin Durant because his game doesn't have to be that mobile for him to be great. I got you. You get what I'm saying? He can be a standstill shooter once he... You saw how Ray Allen transitioned his game? Yeah. Kevin Durant can do that. I'm, like Jesus Shuttlesworth used to be that bull. <laughs> Facts. You get what I'm saying? Like, yo, that dude used to have the handle come break Facts. you off, drop, hit threes, dunk on you... Mid-range game, all that. And then he later in his career, he became just a great shooter. You know, whatever. I think Durant can go that route and just average 25 off of just purely being able to shoot the ball well at seven feet. Word. You know what I mean? I really am hoping for Giannis that he develops his jumper to that level. But I just know, like, because, you know, Jason Kidd did, and that's his coach. So I'm sure, you know what I mean? Because Jason Kidd became a decent shooter by the end of his career. Yeah, um, he could knock down open threes. That's all he needed above to do. Thirty-five percent. He was, he was yeah. doing good. I mean, that, that's all you need when yeah. you're Jason Kidd. Facts. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I, I feel you. I'm, I'm taking Russ too. Yeah, like, I'm taking I'm standing Russ too. By my, I'm standing by my pick, man. Like I said, no, Russ younger than KD, is right? That your first, it's not. A, it's your, not about. If you have the first overall pick, and that's who you pick, you're not going. You building a franchise. I'm building. I'm building a franchise that's going to be built to win for the long haul. I'm not getting caught up in like that's ridiculous. Current. Built to win. What does he want? What does he want? Doesn't matter, dog. It's about it's about like these, that's these your, polls. You got the, the GMs. Pick. Think about the GMs. If you got are thinking number about one pick and it's the 30 GMs. Other picks, 
The GMs. The GMs. The GMs. Their mindset when this poll is about projecting for the future. Yo, not about the GMs. Pick Greg Oden over Kevin Durant. Well, no, there was only one GM who did that. Nah, but you know they <laughs> all would have done it. You know they would have done it, man. There's only one GM who But you know a bunch of them would have done it, though. Don't front like they wouldn't have done it. They projected him. Don't act like they ain't picked Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. Like I'm saying these GMs, you prove my point. You give the current GM too much credit. They do dumb decisions all the time. That's what I'm saying. I think ultimately, I think the way that basketball has become more like a statistical sport, like and like people were so caught up in analytics and caught up in like watching like player development and all that type of stuff. Like I think the GMs today or I think they're they're giving more tools to really identify like talent at a level that and we haven't seen. And I and it's still it no perfect it's no perfect up. recipe for a superstar player. Like a player oh. is no perfect it has a lot of luck. It's a talent. It's the player's hard work. Okay. But like ultimately like when you're projecting like amongst like you know what a, a player's future could be you're taking a little bit about what their current is and you're using your imagination to say what this player could possibly be there's no guarantees that that player is ever going to reach what you think in your mind that player is going to be but like given what they have done in the past and where you think their game can go um that's how you that's how i would pick my first player like you feel me i'm not picking it off of how much they're doing in their prime right now I'm using my imagination as well as what that player has Whoa, shown me right, well, to say whether or not they could go that's, forward. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though. That's I think that's my argument back to what you're saying. Like, I get that. Yeah. I understand that totally. What I'm saying is, is that like at the like his game, the way his game is set up. Yeah. With him being this guy that's lanky, he like inspect the gadget when he get in the lane. Like he just his reach is crazy. He just dunk on you and you just like yo five position player. Like yeah, I get that. But the thing is, I just don't see him being dynamic enough in that without having a crazy jumper. And I, you can develop a jumper, but you ain't never going to shoot like Durant. Yeah. You ain't never going to shoot that bitch like Durant. So it's like, yo, that, you know, now, last Durant time we argued. like his God-given ability in his yeah. handle. Last time we rapped, he said scoring was the most important thing in the game. It is. I think it's the it second most. I think it's the second most important thing. Shooting the ball is a huge part of scoring, right? Because you can do it without having to, like, you know, do anything. You, yeah. you can shoot the ball. So I really do think, man, that's that's the craziest thing about the rent is I actually feel like he's underrated. We throw people in front of Durant all I the time. I picked him as, my, as in the top ten. That was my number one player was Kevin Durant. He's right. not better than LeBron. <laughs> I mean, but that's another argument. But like, yo, but you know, I feel like Kevin Durant, this just he should always be number the, the at least in the top two. If we you know what I mean? There's no top three. Why do they put Kawhi over him? I don't get that. Whoa, I don't get that. Wait, I don't get that, bro. I don't get that. I mean, I may not like him. I may not like what he did. I may think that that uh, you know what I mean, the throwaway Twitter is. Wait, you're confusing stupid. me. You're conf- are you saying Kawhi Leonard should be two and not Durant? Durant no, I'm saying Durant is two. always two. Okay. Well, I have another. He's question one on my list. I, I have another I, question. I like Durant better than I like. Who, who's going to win Rookie of the Year this year? Yo, I think it's. I think the stars are online for Lonzo Ball, dog. Like, oh, Lonzo's. I think Lonzo's going to get year? it. I think he's going as long as he stay healthy. Like they got a decent enough team where he could like garner enough support for it. Brooke mm-hmm. Lopez stay healthy. They got 
Yo, your boy, I don't think he's putting up no 24, but, uh, you know, they yeah, got. He's not. I don't, Ingram. Ingram, I don't think he's yeah, doing twenty four game. He's not. But bad. He's not built like. What's that. what's my my boy wow. my boy off he's that? Not, he my is, boy, he is. mark these words. Boy, he's not, not built like that. Okay, <laughs> I just want to take note. I just want to. I want that like. Hey, yo, my boy Kyle like Kuzma. That. Like that, that boy shoot that uh, cheddar, Kyle, dog. Kyle, Who? Kyle, Kyle Kuzma. Stop oh yeah, he can play. He shoot that cheddar, like he he's play. a good player, but he might he might be starting. But yeah, if, 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 he's not starting over Brandon Ingram. He might get the he, Ingram he might. is the future of the team, damn near. Hey man, let Kyle Kuzma keep shooting that cheddar like he been shooting it. Watch well, what happens. Anyway, I'll get, y'all to, I'll get to my rookie of the year pick. I'm going with Ben Simmons. Uh, Early lookout. I saw the highlights from the preseason game. The, the kid's nice, man. The kid, <laughs> the kid is really, he's really gonna win Rookie of the Year. No, no doubt about it. In my opinion. I said that last week. You, you said that. That's a yeah, cheat. That's a cheat, though. I don't really even consider him. I mean, he's not. You a get a whole year to yeah. develop your body, develop your game. That's, that's, that's like when Blake Griffin won Rookie of the Year after he tore his knee or whatever. That's like the next year, it's not really a Rookie of the Year. You get to be around the culture. Yeah. You get to learn the system. You get NBA training yeah. for a whole year. You get like the filming hey, and all I, that. I say I was going out. On a limb, I just say he's going to be. Lonzo game. had the Lonzo had to run UCLA system last year. Facts. Ben Simmons got to learn the Sixers. Yeah. So like that's that's kind of that's unfair to him. But I'm, I would say Ben Simmons, just because that's how the rules are set up. Facts. You know, but Ben Simmons is like to me. Ben, I would take Ben Simmons before Giannis starting the team too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a good debate right there. Like I really would. You know what? I don't know about that. I haven't watched. I, I, I admittedly, I haven't seen any of the preseason games to I see what Ben Giannis. Simmons. Well, just because see I, what Ben Simmons' game is really like. So I'm, I, I'm gonna have to defer on this yo, argument to it's, y'all it's, too. It's, it's Lebron is. It's yeah. Lebron type. It's Lebron out of high school. Yeah. Yeah. He just really got work on his jump shot, but he got the handle. He's an he's a beast athletically. He's big, strong, all that. You know, but the crazy part is the passing. Yeah. The the making people around you better, seeing shit before it happened, being a visionary on the court. Like yeah. he's that guy. He right. Lonzo got it too. It's just that Lonzo's not that physically imposing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lonzo quick and fast as shit. And he's but six he's seven like, as a point guard. He like like six seven as a point guard. Who, who? Lonzo. Don't give no, 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 but Ben Simmons 6'9". Nah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, like, Lonzo, Lonzo, like Lonzo, Lonzo, nah, six, six, Ben Simmons is a point whatever, guard. Six, seven, whatever, whatever, we, we, in, we in the era, we, we coming out of an era where point guards were 6'1", 6'2", 5'9", 5'11", Nate Robinson was six, starting five, for a year, six, like, yo, it don't matter, he catching, he catching alleys, yeah, he catching alleys, he a two guard height, and he could guard, and he could guard one through three, like, you feel me? That's a good comparison, though, Ben Simmons versus Giannis. He can't guard zero right now. Who? Who, ben, who uh, Lonzo. Lonzo? Yeah, he, he like he, 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 he light right now. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, he light. He light. He light down low. You feel me? Like his his, his legs ain't. He, ain't, he gotta get with, not strong. He enough. gotta get what his dad said. That ball weight. <laughs> you know what I mean? He gotta get more like his pot. He just gotta. He's gotta return to a man. I mean, yeah. Some people bloom later with their body. He seemed like he gonna fill out. Word. And when he do, it's gonna be Jason Kidd type problems. What, That's what, what I what see. What player are you most excited to see this season? Like, it doesn't have to be a rookie. It can be without a doubt, Lonzo. Okay, in my opinion, because okay. of because of his pop, because the pressure on him, because of how great he is, you know, already and making people better. Because yeah. he's a Laker. As much as I don't like the Lakers, it's it's the best organization in sports, in my opinion. Okay, and and like yo, Magic is Magic first year. Yeah, Palinka. You know, Kobe's gone. It's a new, it's era. A new era. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm really interested to Lonzo see ball is definitely a, these a, young a, cats a, ball. A strong, strong so, pick as far as 
what player you're most excited to see? I would say second would probably be Kyrie Irving uh, and how he looks with mm. the Celtics this year. Uh, That's a good pick. He's coming off. Great pick. Like three uh, straight finals appearances. He's on his own now as the man alpha guy for the Celtics. So, and he's a scorer. So, I want to see how he fits in Brad Stevens' system as a scorer coming off screens, uh, finding open looks from three, stuff like that. Of course, he could drive. He could score from anywhere pretty much. But then his, his assist rate, I want to know that. And it, how he gels with, it, with the new team around him and a new coach, man. I'm excited to see what Kyrie Irving brings to his table this year. What for about me, you? For me, I'm 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 going to Giannis I'm again. going to the home team, dog. I'm I'm oh. I'm most excited to see D'Angelo Russell. Okay. You feel All me? Right, like he got enough. traded for he got traded. The Lakers gave up on D'Angelo. He, he's kind of like, more one dimensional than I than I thought he would be though, because he came out of college as this passer playmaker, and he played the point really well. But and then his NBA game is just more scoring though. And he can still pass. But he's not just the facilitator. I thought he would be at the next so, level. I think the I think part of it is that the game has changed a little bit. Where we go into a lot of two point guard systems. Okay. So like you know he played a lot with Jordan Clarkson on the Lakers. You know Swaggy P was there first year. Kobe was in the backcourt with him. Yeah. Ball dominant guards. You feel me? Yeah. So I think like that has to do a lot with like who he was on the court. I think ultimately being in a more free system this year where he's going to have the ball majority of the time, in my opinion, Jeremy Lin is not that ball handler. He's not that guy. Like Jeremy Lin is, is a good player, though. Jay, all right. I'm going I'm to I'm keep it a buck 50. Like, you don't like Jeremy Lin? I'm not a huge Jeremy Lin fan because I just don't feel like – I feel like when I watch him play, like when the chap comes, like I'm scared that he's going to turn the ball over and I've I've felt that way since he was a Nick. Yeah. And now like to see him at 27, 28, and he's still getting trapped and throwing that cheese away every time. Like it's a problem for me. Like, okay. But I I like Jeremy Lin as a person, and I think he adds something to the team. But I'm I'm more excited to see D'Angelo Russell step into that role as the lead alpha dog. And then I like a, a, another a side player that I'm I'm really happy I'm really excited to see like this year. Would probably be Lonzo, like you said, Lonzo Ball. Like I think with the backstory about him, like you know, really fighting to establish his own brand off the court. I think that's big for the culture mm-hmm. as a whole, and to for him to be successful, like what that would do for like players that are coming like after him in the league, who now don't won't have to just feel like they gotta sign a contract with other company. Like they feel like they could be their own yeah. brand. And really take hold and take power over their image. Yeah. I think that's yeah. powerful. That's more powerful than anything that he could do on the court for me this year. Yeah, it's just him being successful, staying healthy, and and growing his brand off the court. Okay, do you guys have you guys been catching up with their reality TV show Ball in the Family? It's on no, YouTube. I don't, I don't watch no. that. Show. Oh well, I think you guys should check it out. Um, I've watched all six episodes. Uh, it's really good show, man. It shows the lighter side of LeVar Ball, the the pops who has to take care of the mom who had a stroke, and it just shows the in the dynamics of the three Ball brothers. One's in high school, one's a freshman at UCLA, and Lonzo, of course, is now in the NBA as a Laker. So it just takes you from the process of um, like ending ending the him declaring for the draft, going through summer league. Uh, the the high school kid going to UCLA, Lamelo Ball and AAU and did you guys actually hear about uh, Lamelo Ball? He, uh, he was Home pulled school. out of high school. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. Well, yeah, Very smart well, move. I thought it was a, a smart move in the sense that 
their their chips are pretty much all in and they're not looking back. You know yo, what I mean? yo, Levar is forty eight laws in two. Like yeah. he's he's playing a sucker. I like him a lot. He's playing a sucker to take a sucker. Like he really is. Like this guy knows what he's doing to an extent. Yeah. A a, a large extent. Like he he made a statement that struck me. He was like, you know, well now when when he's like learning geography, he'll actually be there. Like when he's learning about China, he'll yeah. be in China. They're building a worldwide brand with the youngest one. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So like what they're going to do is they're going to be able to sell shoes, all kind of merchandise. Yeah, ball, ball big baller brand shit. They're going to be able to sell it all over the world because they're going to take this kid and start marketing him now. And they're saying school college. Now, what I think is so dope about that is the NCAA, especially after this, after this Rick Patino shit where he took 98% of the money from the Adidas deal. Yeah. That is crazy. All these coaches about to get exposed. They about to get exposed for their greed. Mm. And, and it's been and going and on in the NCAA. Yeah, I'm, they just don't talk about it. Yeah. So now that that's coming out and that's getting exposed, it's really opening the door for a lot of these guys to be like, you know what? Fuck college. I'm gonna just go travel the world, and I'm gonna well, just I'm gonna again, get a trainer, has their own brand, and though. I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that and build my own brand. And then step into it on my own too, on my own terms. Mm-hmm. And like, why would I go fake college for half a year? Because they well, don't go I to just, they I don't go to school the, the second semester. Don't front. They stop going yeah. to class. Like you know I disagree I mean? with the, the premise on that. I think that um, what makes the situation so unique is that uh, already a foundation is for Lamelo Ball. Now the uh, all the other high school prospects coming up, they're not going to have that same support system. And their own brand, and it's, it's it's real tough to do that as a high school student. Just like, oh yeah, I'm coming out with my own sneaker. How are you gonna do? How that? rappers doing it? I mean, it's it's almost it's they almost they like, said you couldn't come out with your own like album. A, no, 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 I put it like this. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that we definitely have the technology to get it done, and and, and we already seen that they're getting it done, right? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, uh, their case is a little bit different. As far so, as the big ball of brand and the the, the, the the being at three sons and the fact that Levar Ball has so much TV time, um, and the fact that Lions was already a Laker, you know what I mean? They they've set up a foundation to the point where they like they set up Lamelo where not only is he groundbreaking and doing it, but he might be the only person to really pull it off, in my opinion. So I, I, I don't think, think I don't I don't I don't really I view. The, I don't really view Lonzo Ball as the breaking away from the the plantation system because you gotta uh, you gotta remember Nike is still going to be giving out their money and dollars to somebody to endorse their brand and product. But I think so. Like, I think the differentiating factor here is is Levar Ball, right? Yeah. I think Levar Ball is a, we don't give him, we we people will give him a lot of slack for the things he say. Yeah. But I think it's all very strategic. Like he understands marketing. Like and he understands like new age social media shock value marketing, right? Yeah. And um ultimately like the fact that he's like he's able to like you know make the moves that he's making behind the scenes on behalf of his sons, I think that's that sets him up that sets his sons apart 
from like a lot of other kids who were in you know AAU circuits who yeah. might be a little more talented or just as talented as them kids, but like they don't have like the backing of a strong black male figure who's going to take who's going to take ownership of their careers and make sure that they're navigating them the best way yeah. possible. And, and has I, their best interest in it has, heart. And you know for sure has their best interest in Like, heart. no question about like, it. Like, um, I think when it comes down to, like, um, like LaMelo, we talked a little bit about him going overseas and stuff. I think that's the smartest thing. I think that's go- that's what's going to break the plantation system. Like, when when Well, it's already when been Nike, done, though. Brandon Jennings Nike, already did that. Not, and, not, he, nah. and he already signed with Under Armour. Nah, he did, he, did, he did, but it's just it's different, dog. I, I think the, the difference here is that, Even like... Even though he had signed Arizona and... Yeah, he, and it, it was, he, he was forced to. Academic reasons was more yeah. the reason why he did it. Like, this is more, I'm doing this to grow my business, right? And I'm doing this strategically, and I don't give a fuck, like, what y'all think about my how I'm raising my kids. Yo. Like, I'm raising my kids... To be the best version of themselves that I can, that I can like I think, uh, navigate right. them to. That I think we totally like missing it, man. Yeah. I think this. I totally disagree. Like I think this is the the floodgates are about to open to a perspective that people just didn't even think about. It's very much just like it's so much like the music industry is crazy because like yo. Once we started to realize how we were getting fucked, mm-hmm. we started stealing. We literally went on Napster, then LimeWire, and then whatever shit we could find yeah. to steal from them because we felt like y'all, we man, we overcharging niggas for what y'all did to the cold crush. Like Word. we coming back, we come, we coming back at y'all as consumers because it's it's kind of like water. Once. If I grew up on water, you know, I'm at the park and I grew up on a water fountain, it's going to be hard for you to come out of nowhere and tell me when I walk in a restaurant I should have to pay for a glass of water. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? You package it up and you put it in, in like a bottle with a top and it's convenient, then I'll cop. But I'm, I have this thing in my mind where I expect it for free. You know what I mean? Because of the way I've been conditioned. Yo, what's, what it's opening it up to is these guys can literally take their own personalities mm-hmm. and project them the way that hip-hop started to do, the way these rappers started to. And they built their own brands from organically through with, with audiences from being interesting as fuck and being cool. I think what, what is basically what LeVar is doing is opening it up for all the charismatic young dudes themselves that hoop mm-hmm. to do it. You know what I mean? The, yeah, because I mean, you nobody, you didn't need a strong father figure for, um, you know, um, Cardi B. Yeah, she literally did rants. She built up her brand. She was popping because she was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. Then she got a deal with Love and Hip Hop, but she didn't stay there. She did that, and she moved on. She started dropping records. The first records didn't pop off like that. Then boom, boom, that yellow popped off. She probably didn't even expect that to do that. Mm-hmm. And now she's taking flicks with Beyonce, laughing at the world. You know what I mean? Going to award shows and shit. Number one song in the country and just on top. You know what I mean? 100,000 likes per photo and shit like that. So it's like, yo, you really think about that. Like We didn't think, what, 10 years ago 
That that could happen. That rise would be possible. That would even be yeah. possible. But I, you feel me? So now, like, I, I, what I think is these younger high school cats, yeah. they're gonna start taking their camera phones with them where they go, being interesting as fuck, and start understanding. I don't have to go to college. I can literally build my brand and make money and and like get a trainer and hire my trainer. I can get caretakers. And I can do all of this shit on my own the same way the rappers started doing. Yeah. So, and of course, a lot of them going to fail. Well, Just like yeah, a lot okay. of rappers fail. Well, I guess but it's so, cool. so the one thing that we all agree on is that what the Ball family is doing is definitely innovating the game. Like, yeah, you know, so like we agree on that, but like how we see it planning out in the future, maybe like a little bit different. I feel like in ten years it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So Nike, Nike came out and pretty much said that like you know Lonzo Ball and the Ball family is the worst thing to happen to professional sports in the last fifty years. Like why did he? Why did they say that? Because they're scared. They're, they're they're like they're Fretting they're them. they're opening up the floodgates for people to to have creative control over their identity and to monopolize that that identity accordingly, to, accordingly. Yeah. like without Keep all having, the bread in the family fuck the kind of fuck now now like now right nobody's the next nigga who come like the, the next Lonzo. motherfucker who come and like look at like who got a, somebody somebody who come with a strong family base mm-hmm. who whose father's advocating for them and they come to nike and they're like yo like you know what i'm thinking about doing my own thing i would like to partner with you to release these sneakers, Nike's gonna have that conversation now. Yeah, like before it was dismissive, like, oh, you, you a fuck nigga, like you ain't, man, get get out of here, yeah. like. Nike wasn't trying to hear it. Nike, none of them, they wasn't trying to hear it. Now, and they made the wrong decision. They did, like clearly, clearly. But like you know, now I think the conversation and the way that these companies, and the only like you know, with these big companies, like they don't fear nothing but fear itself. You feel yeah. me? Like they not changing their like. A plus B equals C formula unless something comes in there and makes them afraid that C isn't going to be like attainable no more with yeah. A plus B. Yeah. You feel me? Absolutely. Like, so Before, that's what Lonzo Ball and his yeah. family represents. And I think going forward, the industry is about to shift dramatically mm-hmm. because of the president that they set. Okay. Well, uh, just to bring the, uh, a solid second point to that is that uh, Adidas... Um, they finally passed Jordan brand on the market for for sneakers and, and just and just profitability, right? Word. So it used to be Nike, Jordan, and Adidas, whatever. And, and, Kanye West and factor. Kanye, and I was going to bring that up. Now the Kanye West factor. Not, Kanye was the first person to bring go to the radio, say, "All right, well, where are my royalties from my sneakers? Like, why why the fuck y'all only putting this amount of sneakers at? Where are my royalty checks for that? Where like what what are we doing on the like like how you gonna like how you gonna how you gonna acknowledge that I have the most popular sneaker but only make only allow me to create one sneaker? That was his whole philosophy with it, right? So he couldn't make the deal with Nike. Adidas steps in, grabs Snoop, uh, 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 grabs Kanye up. Now they're receiving a lot of the benefits just for the culture. Has rocked with Adidas right now, where it's like, yo, they're putting out hot sneakers. I'll give them that. They're putting out better products and on top of that they had the Yeezy connection which is like the hottest most sought after uh wearable sneaker product depending on how you look at it but yeah. let's for all intents and purposes you pay the most money for Yeezys right and I think that that's 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 mind-boggling and, and just, like the reason why I bring that up is that's definitely a fear factor right now for Nike moving forward is like damn like how the hell do we 
continue? Like who who do we get? Like who who do we go after? Do we go after Travis Scott? Do we go after? See what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like they have to find somebody now to endorse their product now. But and and who but who got who who did it for these guys? Yeah. Where is they dad? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so I, I think the difference is we talking about minors when we talk about the balls, right? Yeah. We talking about like these are these are kids. Like and not really, to say that Michael not, Jordan was the one who brought them to prominence. Really, yeah, without Michael facts. Jordan, where would Nike be? Facts. Exactly. But like, but Michael Jordan's dad it's was very like, involved. Um, just like um, Michael Jordan's dad was like very Serena. involved. Yeah. Really, like Richard Williams was the first one. Yeah. To really market his kids, mm-hmm. putting out these videos of them playing tennis in the hood. Oh, what's what's it, Joe yeah. Jackson? Like people, people, people. I mean, he had yeah, his I'm ways. Sports, yeah. He had his ways, but all his kids was on. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. So I think ultimately, I think the fact that they have a strong father is not the re- not the only reason why it's successful. I'm not saying that. They're actually good like, at ball though. They it just helps. I'm, it just helps. Like, you know what I mean. And I think it gives them an edge that some other like people might not have. And it's unfortunate that we that we live in a society where like you know like that that. It's like an anomaly to see that you feel me. Yeah. Okay. What I'm what I'm pointing out is that like it opens the doors because I mean you don't have to have a dad. You it can don't. be your mom. It could be. It could. Yeah. It could be Durant, anybody. Mom, it could like, be you your aunt. Yeah. It could be anybody in your corner. Like yo, Facts. look at Justin Bieber. If his mama wanna put up them YouTube videos Word. and put him out like that, he would not be Bieber. Yeah. But that's the reason he was able to be that because he he literally blew up on YouTube. Yeah, it nice. wasn't because of some record deal process. Word. So yeah. it's it's just literally like you said, the game's gonna be revolutionized. The process is changing, and I think what it's gonna do is it like once the process changes, your mindset as to how to get to your goal starts to change. Facts. So like these kids are gonna grow up. Like imagine if Steph Curry was growing up right now. Imagine that with the way that boy shoot the ball. Yeah, he would have never had to go to Davidson. He would have been at Duke, at least. And his yeah. father was an NBA player. Like, yeah, you feel me? But I get you. I, you, you get what I'm I saying? I get exactly what you. And, saying, the, and bro. it's like, yo, look at the way that Steph Curry has marketed himself ever since he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. Like he mar- he literally markets his warm up. Word. It's I just like Odell different. Beckham. Odell Beckham is revolutionizing it too, yeah. Yeah. because of the way he market himself. Yeah, he do some real dumb shit with the you know um, the yacht picture and all that. You know whatever that's unnecessary. But the thing is though, my dude, my I know, but my you you a Giants though. fan, you know what I mean? Like, five, but my dude, <laughs> but the one thing you gotta appreciate about his youth, like we were speaking about earlier, appreciating the youth is the fact that he knows that he's. A head and shoulders commercial waiting to happen. He yeah. knows and he everything the biggest he football does. Contract with Nike as well. He he totally now now what it is now is that like there's gonna be some twelve year old that starts to see that, and they're gonna go and they're gonna like you said the divine power that they got is stronger than Odell Beckham. So they gonna be on there doing backflip videos, catching one-handed passes on on the Instagram, and that's just gonna go viral. And they gonna end up with a million some followers by the time they're fifteen. And then you know what I'm saying? And then what they're gonna start looking at Lavar Ball and be like, "I'm not asking them for no deal. Word. We'll partner up. I'll do my own. We. I'm not. They gonna look at Yeezy and be like." I'm not doing that. You know what? And then there's, you know what I'm saying? And th- and it's just going to change. It's going to evolve because mm. that's what everything has done since this internet thing has blown up. You know, um, 
We don't even call cabs no more. Shit's just Facts. independent now. You don't have to be in the corporation. You don't have Word. to go work for this taxi cab shit. You can literally just be like, I'm going to do it when I feel like it. I'm an Uber. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's we're moving into a freelance, like do your thing society, mm-hmm. more so because of that fake world that we have. And I feel like, yo, I, I just truly believe that in 10 years, it's exponentially changing. These is gonna be crazy because you're gonna have like moms so many, yeah. with their eight-year-old little boy showing he's a phenom at this, and is you know what I'm saying, and building that brand and just you know, you do not think parents ain't looking at LeVar and being like Hmm. The, this this the blueprint. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah. Well, let's get back back into the NBA. Who you guys gonna? Who you guys think uh, is gonna win the MVP this season? Damn Don't speak man. At once. I mean, like, does can Russ? Even you know what? I'm, I'm gonna say that Melo and and nah. PG thirteen is on I'm his going, team, or is he not even? I'm going with I'm, go, I'm going with I'm going with my Giannis. Man. No, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going with Giannis. No, I'm going with D'Angelo Russell. Kawhi Leonard. That's my pick too. Probably a smart candidate. That's my pick. Maybe uh, James pick. Harden again. Yo, you know I'm going with right there. Nah, I ain't going with James Harden. Fuck James Harden. It's still fuck James Harden over here, dog. Why? Why? I just. What? What's the beat? What did he do? What did James Harden do? What did he do? You know, it's still, it's still. We, like little damn, ain't even person, no reason for it. I just don't it's watch still fuck James Harden, dog. Huh? Now when I when I say fuck James Harden, I'm not saying as a person. I'm I'm just saying like, I just don't really like his game. Like, what's uh, not to like? He's a scoring machine. Man. He's, he's a he's a. Player. You love points. Yeah, man. I like. I, I don't yeah, like. Man. I don't like points. I don't. I don't like point. I don't like players who get too many foul shots. To me, I think that's. Yeah, I think. Oh, I, think oh, I think he's. he's I, think he, I think he's. Oh, I think he's really. I think he's really a twenty-point scorer who gets eight foul shots a game or nine foul yeah, shots a game. Not, you know, it's funny. You know we played. I think played, it is, uh, but to me, it's just. To me, it's like. It's like you playing to the refs too much. Like yeah, I don't like that. He does. Like it's like I will admit that. You know what I mean? It, I'm not, it, really, it I'm not me even as a, fan. a big James Harden fan, but I really admire his game at the same time. I'm not like, a, and that's the reason why I'm not a big fan of James Harden because of the flopping and because of that. And and Coach K, when he coached uh, Team USA, he he came out and said like James Harden, out of all the players he's ever seen in the, in the, in his career, he's the he's like he's the marquee guy for drawing. Contact and fouls, and specifically getting to the free throw. He's the best he's ever seen at doing it. He's so savvy. It's, it's I'm not really, knocking him yeah, for it's being like savvy. It's really, like, it's really an art, and it's really it's something that he probably has practiced on adding to his game. You know what I'm saying? But it's that European time, shit, it's, though. It's, it's, it's hard to like. It's that European. It's to me. It's that European influence. You know, he, I don't like it. He, I, I like his game. Is I don't too, like it. It's too much pattern on the refs sometimes. I I, I, I give him that. That's but they're really fouling him. Sometimes, it's pattern. No, it's pattern on getting you to commit a mistake. Yeah, exactly. You're right. And it's not. It's not good. I'm not. I'm not doubt. I'm not saying that. Some players don't have to do that. Though. If I throw my arm out there I'm, and you slap it, I'm not saying no, he's it's wrong. Like, no, for ball. example, all right, I'll give I you just that. don't like that. It's not aesthetically pleasing to but, me. But as some a, of the things he does. Fan, some of the me? things he does has nothing to do with contact. So, like, he'll 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 shoot the ball, and he'll be near you and jerk his head back. To make it seem like it Man, was Man, if we're going to go there. Then, no, it's the truth. We're going to go there. That's what he does. Then we got to pull everybody into that equation. Because LeBron, LeBron is the floppiness, flopper, flop, flop. No. LeBron is... I don't think LeBron ever exaggerates 
contact. Like what? They really not have like to. James LeBron Harden. has literally like waited three seconds and then fell after someone touched him. Like for, yo, you, <laughs> for you to you foul LeBron and have him not. LeBron no. is LeBron is one of the strongest players in the league. Yeah. For you to have to foul LeBron and him not and one in that shit. You really gotta you really hit LeBron. Gotta so like, I don't get it. Sometimes like LeBron, Harden, LeBron really be getting hit. I'm not talking hit. about those. He really Listen, get hit. I'm, like, ta- I'm not talking James about Harden. That. I'm talking sometimes about the James stuff Harden you know. You know what with he's no doing. intent. He, he sometimes Come he drops his basket with no intent to actually score the ball. He literally is looking what? for a foul call. I swear to God, that's how everybody do that. No, not, not LeBron James. Not, like he's a super deep. I know I did that. I don't know. I don't know. Super deep. I know I did that all the time. I don't know. As a person, I know. Like it's hard to watch. As a person, I don't, I'm not saying James Harden is a bad person or Other like than that, you know he's what I mean. Player, I just don't like his game. All right. Well. All right. Okay. Agree to disagree. I, I think that shit is dope. Okay. You know what I mean? I think it's like it's it's literally like I like the idea of being able to mind fuck somebody into committing mistakes. Yeah. And that that's an art to me, and it's fun to watch, especially because he literally does this like thing where when he goes to the basket, he lifts his arms up and and like literally like it's like saying, "Come on, hit him, hit him," and they and, fall for that shit every shirt. time. It's like Aaron Rodgers fake snapping and getting you all sizing and then getting yeah. a free play, and then he kills you. I love it. I love it. He mind fucks you. People be like, "Don't do that." Like, well, hey. You know that's smart. That's like that's point. just that's yeah, just right. that's just the game. Passing. But like yo, um, he's a, he's a he's a professor at the game, dog. Who's like, your MVP? Did you guys yeah, even I, ask I, the question? Yeah, I, my MVP is LeBron. Oh no. Come yeah, okay. I pick LeBron because I think it's his time to back around. I think I think that Cleveland's gonna have a, a good looking year this year. Like, cause they had ugly years the last couple of years. Yeah, they had ugly seasons, the and they just they just wait for the. They about to go in. The, I think they about to go in the run, like a three year. If if LeBron stays three year, yes, I think they gonna go in the back. They got they bought the three peat like that. Ass. Yo, LeBron had an MVP. Isaiah Thomas, if Isaiah Thomas come back and is 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 three quarters of the player he was last year, they beat the Warriors. They beat they, the Warriors this year. Mm. They beat the Warriors next year. Yo, and Clay Thompson leaves after that. You feel yo, me? Yo, my my dude. I don't think so. Um. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron had a, a an MVP year last year that they just had every, ugly years of no, team. No, every year he yeah. has MVP no, but year. I mean twenty six eight and eight like career highs and rebounds and assists. K Love at the five, dog. It's not gonna work out. K Love at the you five. LeBron no, at the four. Too small. Like no, what? no, dog. In this league, K Love. No, I'm no. K Love is about to have Get a career year. Man, K Love is about to have one. Trade K Love. I like his game. He's a unicorn. Career year this I like year, this dog. Game, bro. Mark my words, yo, I love you know I love outlet words. passes, man. Yo, even yo. oh my god, I much rather have Carmelo Anthony than Kevin Love. At the, nah, nah, well nah, that's nah. that's mellow though. You nah. talking about a damn superstar? Not on that team. Not on that team. They need him for the they yeah. Need, not on that team. Not on that team. But I, even even on that team, I, I understand you saying mellow though. You acting like that's a step down or something. Like Melo's not great. Like Melo's great. So yeah, if that's your preference, it makes sense. But Kevin Love can really, really play basketball, bro. Is he the toughest guy? No, but neither was Paul Gasol. Right. He still won a couple chips with that man Cole. So like and Paul Gasol he don't can play. shoot like Kevin Love. Kevin Love really shoot. Kevin Love, man, he can he's like a complete a offensive player. He, he doesn't really fit on the Cavs roster at all. Yes, he he does. doesn't fit. He's basically Paul Gasol with a better jumper. 
He's much smaller though. He's not seven foot. He he's six, 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 six nine, six, six ten. ten. You feel me? You can't compare that with a seven foot one guy. But the way the it's NBA is going right oh, now, man. it don't it's fucking matter, NBA, dog. It's a, that's a big difference. It don't Paul, matter. For a guy, Paul Gasol's damn, height statue. That's bigger once you that damn tall. It's a, it's a much. Tall as hell. It's a way bigger difference. Than, <laughs> you can't even compare the two to Kevin Love, man. To me, it don't matter no more. Like how many centers? Yo, How many? How many centers? How many centers in the East? Kevin Love really. Kevin Love. He's probably like six eights. How many how many centers oh. in the East is better than Kevin Love? Really? How many centers in the East? Is better than Kevin Love. Maybe like four. Can't name him. Sam Whiteside, Andre right. Drummond, Dwight Howard. Andre Drummond's not better than Dwight Howard Kevin fell Love. off for real, dog. He's a better center than Kevin Love. Dwight Howard fell off. Like he's still a better he's center not, than he's not Kevin a better Love. center than Kevin Love. Not in the league we play in. Now. This is this is stretch this five is league. This is a hands off league. This is stretch five league. This is a hands off league. I'd rather have Tristan Thompson as my father than Kevin. I think Love. Tristan Thompson think will play more minutes Love. at the five. I, really he's, 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 I think he'll play more team. minutes. I think he'll play what? more minutes at the five. He's be traded. Like who? Tristan Thompson. Kevin. Oh, Love, Kevin Love. Andy Andy sucks up like twenty million dollars a year. Not worth it, man. He hasn't. He's been a bust on the Cavs, man. They won one only in that system. Only in that system. He can't. I think this year we, we start we're gonna like so far the way they're playing, they're playing a much more open style, like free flowing offense, like everybody else. And Yo, I think Kevin Love is gonna look you, amazing you in that try system. To play with Kyrie. Hey man. After LeBron be the number one option. <laughs> you you try to play Chris Bosch Lane. See, people underrated Chris Bosch. Because playing that third position after watching Bron be Bron, which is amazing. Anybody will watch Bron be Bron. And Wade be But Wade. then you gotta watch Wade be Wade, and you gotta watch Kyrie be Kyrie. That's a hard position to play when you just came off of average in 24 and 12. That's just difficult. So I you understand could, all of that. You could come at that man like that, but like, yo, he's literally averaged 14 rebounds before in the NBA. That I don't understand how that can't play center. He's, oh. and, he, and he's playing small. He can't protect the rim. That's why. And he's playing. He's playing close he to the basket now. The last year, the last rim. year no. he was playing. He can't. Yo, we don't Absolutely even know not. that. He's been playing so far away from the rim the last couple of years because he's Come been on, in the man. corners, who, who, spotting up. Like who ever protected the rim for the Chicago Bulls? Exactly. Luke Longley. Ooh, Ooh for real. Yeah. He was gonna punch shit. <laughs> I mean, you mean get dunked on, get dunked on Luke. Like, come on, I mean, man. That's a, that, you, you don't need it when you got, got them. LeBron. LeBron James. You don't need that. He's no, going to go in there and punch their it. De- their defense is going to be abysmal with Kevin Love at the five. I just don't nah, like I don't, it. I don't see it. Jay Crowder he's not a, he's LeBron? Not, he's not, he's not a, he's not a, he's not a, he's not a, uh, what is it called? Like a. Bring your lunch pal to work type of guy. He doesn't do the dirty work, man. But that's he's, why they. But that's why they got a finesse player to play center in the NBA. That's why Sorry. they got Crowder though. Yeah. And Crowder cannot play the four. I'm he not sure where three, you guys LeBron are getting. LeBron playing the four. He playing the three. Well, LeBron at the four. I like that. But that's great. Crowder at the yo. Three. Let, I mean, can we talk about this? I think that's like the the transition of LeBron into his later career of having a twenty year career Carmelo. is LeBron moving to the four. Yeah, Carmelo and like, not like having that. to necessarily go a hundred miles an hour all the time, and just do what he did in Miami and kind of sit in the post more yeah. and conserve energy. I think that can stretch his career to twenty years, and I think he'll overtake Kareem for number one score of all time. Mm. I see LeBron. Perhaps, maybe. I see I LeBron going. He on track run, too. He, is he on track too? Yeah, definitely. He on track too. I think you he, know. He might, you he know. Might be, he might be able to you get know. Kobe of- is like. I mean, you know, Kobe's like third, right? Yeah. LeBron's. Doing way better than Kobe. 
In every aspect. Every aspect. Wait, so Kobe passed Jordan, didn't he, for scoring? Yeah. But he never passed Carl Malone? Uh-uh. Interesting. Carl Malone's number two. That's amazing for Carl Malone to still have that. He played forever, though, though. Do you guys He's think Carl Malone will be successful in today's NBA? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, as a center a or a four, yeah, he's great. He can shoot the ball. Yeah, so that's great, and he he can jump. Pick and pop monster. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That will work up, if you leave him open off the pick and roll. He's knocking it down. Yeah, well, like, Carl Malone would be actually great for this NBA. Carl Malone could play. I I didn't realize how good physical. Carl Malone was yeah. until he played with the Lakers, and they gave him a garbage role. role, and he was literally just passing that bitch good. Like, and I'm like, yo, Malone is out here being the glue. He ain't even the man no more. He out here like. I'm loving watching him right now. Like Malone could play, man. Like, um, but I think all them guys could play. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So the NBA, when so you understand basketball. basketball, like get back and you older, it's like you playing off a of basketball IQ now. Like you feeling figuring out how to fit into whatever the team is doing. You feel me? And a guy like Carl Malone, the end of his career, like. On that team with Kobe and Shaq, like who couldn't play with Kobe? <laughs> like you, you can't play with Kobe and Shaq. Like, yeah. I mean, like, come yo, on, that's I, I really do feel like that's what Magic would have done. Yeah, if Magic would have got to play the second half of his career, down to the he would have went to the four. Okay. He tried it when he came back. Remember, he came back. He only came back for a few games. Yeah, he came back as a well, four because we he was bigger. Really, really young then, so we don't, I don't know if I really. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm an ESPN classic guy, but like, yo, you know, <laughs> facts. No, so we'll talk. So though. ESPN classic though, yeah. like, yeah, but um, like, yeah, man, like, I really do feel like LeBron making a move to the four yeah. is like a, a great thing because it fits into the new NBA. Yeah. What about Melo to it, the four? Love it. Four. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love that even I love more. Well, I question, I'm, I'm questioning it a little bit. I think he'll do good on the offensive side, but defensively, I, I'm still like, you know, is he going to put the effort? <laughs> I in? like I like Melo not running. Is is he <laughs> is, is Hoodie Melo going to put the effort in? Like you feel me? Melo always put the effort in, man. I feel like on defense a, though. Yeah, well, I feel like he got a bad rap on D. You know what I'm saying? Like when I watch Knicks games, and I watch the Knicks games when I watch Nets games, I probably watch the Knicks more than any other team just because. We have the channels here. You know, well, yeah. I, even though I had League Pass for two years straight now. But either way, Melo, Melo always did what what needed to be done to keep his team in the game and to compete and stay competitive. If he and plays defense. Even, even if it was making an, the extra pass, even if it was scoring, even if it was getting rebounds. Exactly. The they call him Melo a selfish was, player. Yeah, he had nobody. Melo always got a bad rap for being a selfish player, and he never really was. He I think scored. Team USA Melo, like – He's a monster. He's a no, monster. When, he, when, he's, when he's playing with, with other quality players, he like I think he puts more effort. Like he feels like he can actually like win. Yo, so he, he, <laughs> he played he, he played really effort. well with Chauncey. He yeah. did. It's just he and ran with into AI a too. Kobe Lakers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a tough thing that you. Yeah. I mean, it's like saying like you know Ewing was good, but he ran in the mic. You know what I mean? Like yo, don't get at Melo for being for being in the LeBron era. Don't don't do it to him. Don't do it. I think it the Thunder might have something for the NBA. This you know, part year, of bro. I guess I guess let me just backtrack a little bit. I think part of my my you know my beef with Melo is you know the whole Melo drama. You know what I mean? When we was trying to get get Melo in the Nets, that's probably where a lot of this animosity is oh, coming from. So let me let me apologize to Melo. <laughs> <Nets, sir. laughs> let me apologize, yo, 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 yo man. Game, listen, man. let me just make y'all understand. <laughs> Mike <laughs> feels about the Nets 
how Dame felt about Rockefeller Records. You all right? Already. It's you either already. Rockefeller or fuck you. All right? You already. It's, it's, it's no other. Ra- all conversations lead back to the next. <laughs> nah, that but, shit's crazy. Well, on a serious note, though, I think Melo will do good this year, though. Like, went surrounded by quality talent. You know okay. what I mean? All right. All right, let's uh before we get out of here, I want to discuss one more thing. Uh, give me the top five backcourts in the NBA right now. Oh yeah, point uh, guard and shooting guard. We, go, we can feed off each other one and one. Like Steph that. Clay. Steph Stephen Clay is number one. Obviously, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. Bill Wall number two. Yeah, Bill Wall. Okay. Um, it's easy. Those are like the two easy obvious ones, right? Then probably Wall and Bill. maybe Lillard, Cullums. What yeah. You think about Steph. Yeah. Clay. Yeah. You really think Lillard and McCollum are five yeah. in the NBA? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Them yeah. guys are great. Lillard and I mean, I'm not saying like alone in the top five. Yeah. I mean, together though? Yeah. It's crazy. Together, they're, they're pretty good, actually. They're, they um, are the whole Trailblazers team, to be honest. Like, they, they didn't depend on them more than anybody. Word. Yeah. Um. I, uh, Chris Paul. James Chris Harden. Paul. Yeah. See. Definitely. That's Chris newer, Paul, but James definitely. Harden's, I think, jump automatically to number two, though. Hey, maybe. Yeah. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. I got to see. But I yeah. think that it. I know for a fact that, I know for a fact what the numbers that, that Wall and Bill do. You feel me? I don't yeah. know what the numbers are going to be with Chris Paul and James Harden. They're oh. going to win a lot of games. Yeah, we'll They're going to be a, Harden is a monster, man. You I'm not, really I'm not worried about Harden. This is, Harden is a monster. I, yo, yo. I, I, I did not. I'm he's not that, beefing Harden with Harden. Harden is a top five this. player in the NBA. I'm not beefing with Harden here. My beef, again, I reiterate, is with D'Antoni, dog. Is D'Antoni going to be able to get out of his own way and allow them to play like the way they have to play in order to be successful? And I'm not, I'm still not, I'm not bought into D'Antoni's ability to, to, you know, to, to, to allow for Chris Paul to, to run the offense. You know what I mean? So if that's not the case, you know what I mean? I feel like it could be problems. Okay, we got one more back or who we forget? Well, ITD Wade, healthy. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Over. That's that's actually pretty crazy. Who else? Who else is out there though? Mm, I don't know about really. That. Itd Wade is not even in the discussion. Well, well I, mean, I don't even know if it is back. Yeah, he's not even healthy. What about what? What about uh, Kyrie Gordon Hayward? Like uh, Gordon uh, Hayward. Really Gordon plays Hayward three. is a three. He plays three, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, see, we reaching. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's why I had to give you that. I mean, that's the. All next right. One. What about Andrew Wiggins, Jeff Teague? No, I thought about that. No, huh? hell no. no, hell no. I say no. Not better than It Wade, but we don't know what It is going to look like when he comes back. Stop. Here. He averaged twenty eight points last year. Let's just go with that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause and we don't know playing, we don't know who Chris... D Wade is playing the three right now. It's Derrick Rose It. What do you mean? D Wade is starting at the three right now. How? He shifted to Jay the three. Crowder. Well, if we're going off preseason, he's been playing three. He's been playing the three. I thought it's It Wade Crowder Bron and Love Kevin Love. Yeah, LeBron hasn't played the preseason game yet. Well, yeah, that's so, what I'm saying. Well, you, but he's gonna be there. You, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you can believe who's gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would go with It Wade. Right, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. it's it's kind of like funny, but then I mean, I like I honestly think that you kind of gotta. I don't know. It's tough. It's hard for me not to include right, who's any top, Russell who's Westbrook backcourt. It's hard. It's hard not to include yeah, but he any Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I mean, but, but I don't know how they're gonna play them. Robinson is, is he's not that. Good. I don't think I didn't know. Let's I didn't go think front he was, court. Let's go front court. I think he was gonna start. Top five oh, definitely court. Cleveland. 
Definitely Cleveland. Mm. Yeah, nah, I'm yeah. going with Anthony Davis, DeMarcus Cousins one. Like, yeah, that's number one. Easy. I'm just saying Cleveland's definitely in that shit. If LeBron's in it, it's 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 a go. Yeah. I got um, you. They have, OKC definitely. Kevin Love, LeBron. Kevin I don't like Kevin Love though, man. We know, but we I don't agree. I would say yeah, the Pelicans and OKC really stand out. Wait, who's in the OKC other than other than um what? Oh, Paul Mello. George? Mello. Paul George, Mello, Stephen Adams. That's Jimmy. Yeah, that's that, crazy. That's better than Pelicans, really. To be honest, no, it's not. It ain't no three. I no, mean, it's not. They don't, it don't matter who the three is for the Pelicans. It don't matter. No, who's... don't don't talk about Anthony Davis like that boy's not bad. And that's Marcus. a I'm bad about boy. Solomon Hill at the three. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, he's a Pelican. Well, he's former Pelicans fan yeah, talking. Yeah, so. you, you said something about Solomon Hill last. Man. He hate, he hates Solomon Yo, Hill. Bro. What the? He just downgraded him all the way to number six because of okay, Solomon he Hill. He has the best front court in the NBA. Uh, that's debatable. Cleveland. I like I like Kawhi. Maybe I like Kawhi. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Rudy I Gay. I struggle with Lamarcus, man, because he's good, but he just Spurs. ain't been playing good. I, I I would like to see Kawhi, Lamarcus Aldridge, Rudy Gay. See how they play out. I think that's a song. That's a solid front court. Front court. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it's yeah, not that, like there's a. That about it. <laughs> yo, we Horford. Nah, Morris. Horford's a bum. Horford's a bum. Horford's a bum. He's, he's not a bum. Whoa. He's like not. His, his game is, is ugly. And that's another player that's better than Kevin Love. You got your. Horford will destroy Kevin Love. Horford ass mind right now, man. Horford isn't better than Kevin Love. What are you what talking about? Yeah, you, what does he do you, better you than Kevin Love? You took two trips to Atlanta back in Name the day, Name one dog. thing he does better than Kevin Love. <laughs> Rebound. No. You're crazy. All right, all right. Uh, so we're, gonna, we're gonna wrap this show up. <laughs> Defend, pass. Oh, oh, he could hop. He's, <laughs> I th- yeah, I think he's better in every aspect of the game than, than Kevin. What? Though. Yeah, he's a better overall player. Nah, I think other than shooting, he does not pass. So, all right, if we're gonna say front courts before we even get to Horford, I'm saying Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan. Okay. Um, and I don't even know who the f- oh and, uh, my man's from Danilo, Danilo Clippers. Clippers got that good. They got a good front court. Okay. Um, well, if the boy Jabari was healthy, you could include. Yeah. I didn't want to say the Bucks because I already know y'all, y'all going to say Giannis. You feel me? But oh, this guy. You got to, though. You got, yeah. I mean, on paper. It just depends on good. where you put him. Mm. On paper, they Giannis, to me, is a point forward. I'd much rather have Al Horford than Kevin Love, man. You got. Oh, uh, you you gonna keep going there, like stop, bro? Al Horford could. Yo, I don't I don't care what Horford. team Al Horford played for. He could never average twenty four and twelve, ever, ever. He ain't do it. He ain't do it on the Hawks, like ever. Oh my god, he was like he was like third or fourth. Yo, Al Horford, Joe Johnson. And, it could uh, be Al Horford and like and 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 motherfucking. A high school team, and he would not. He could my jack name, all the shots up, and he would not drop. My like, dude was fourth option to Demari Carroll, dog. Like, come, come on, dog. bro, don't disrespect. Demari Demari Carroll was third man, option on that team. Horford, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Al Horford just does a little bit more. Like he's proven himself a little bit more than Kevin. Ah, man. He's In been, what past way? two, three years. Yeah, he's he's been. Come on, man. He's under Al Horford. I give it to you. He's an underrated he's player. Underrated, like because he underrated. played in Atlanta for all those years. Who's, your, who's the better player, Paul Millsap or Kevin Paul Love? Millsap, Ke- dog. Kevin Love. Paul Millsap, dog. Kevin Love. He, he Paul Millsap. I'd rather have Kevin Absolute Love. Absolutely. F- Paul Millsap. Okay. Paul Millsap is like, Paul he's Millsap that player is that because he played on teams that don't really have cult followers. He played on Utah. He played on Atlanta for, for his prime. 
Like people be sleeping on him, but Paul Millsap is like that f- prototypical five-two player who could play anywhere from the three to the f- two, three, four. Like you feel me, and really make an impact on the court. Like he's he's undersized for the position, six-seven, six-six, six-seven. However you want to, however you want to say it. But like he he leaves it all out there, and he and he, and he gets buckets. Like he gets yeah, he gets yo, it done. He's like, annoying. Paul Millsap gets it done. He's dog. good. He's good. He can play. You know what I mean? But nah, I don't think he's better than Kevin Love. I just think that Kevin Love plays on the team with the best player in the world who dominates the ball. And it's Word. tough to be the third option on the team when you got the the best playmaker in the league on your team and, and then you play with the best finisher in the league on your team. And you're the third option when you're used to being that's the fair, man, that's that's really that's just fair. unfair I guess to that Kevin guy. Love is probably better than Al Horford, yeah. And Al Horford was so disrespectful. I guess Al Horford was better than Chris Bosh, too, huh? Al Horford was fourth option, dog. Paul Millsap was, was number I'm one. I'm just saying. Jeff Horford Teague was, was number ball. two. Yo, you know, yo, Demari Cowell was third option, then Paul You know Chris Bosh literally went scoreless, like 0 for 7 in a game 7, right? Yeah, but that's just mental when you do shit like that. No, but I'm just saying it's yeah. hard to play with LeBron yeah. and D-Wade. It's hard to be the third option is what I'm Word. saying. But he's still a Hall of Famer. Don't take that from that, man. He's capable of averaging 24 and 12. He did it. He did it in Toronto. Yeah. He can be the guy. I'm not saying he's going to lead him to a championship or nothing like that. I don't think Kevin Love can even lead a team to the playoffs. But what I do think is that like if you can put up 24 and 12 on an NBA team and you and then they throw you on a team and you're not a third option, Yeah. That's this. You gotta give some type of like leeway to the fact that he had to make a mental adjustment. It isn't just his like just analytics, like just yeah. numbers. Like nah, it's mental. You he not gelling with them guys. You 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 can tell by that guy body language. The first year he hated it. Second year got a little better. You know what I mean? Yeah. And third year, it's like okay, like they, I think he just settled now. I think he just. He in there. I hate what I, like this. This speak on analytics. I hate what analytics has done to basketball. Like, I what hate has it. it done. It just proven. It just proves that Kevin Love is an actual valuable player. Like, you feel me? As a third option. I mean, well, you like, can did, like advanced statistics is like the like what can give you credence to say like, oh, Kevin Love is better than. X Y Z, you know, took away the answers. Yeah, exactly. I, well, that's, yeah, basketball is 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 more to me like you can look at stats all day and never really know whether or not a player is good or not. Like, you know what I mean? Well, like, there's you, players in the NBA yeah, right now that, like, and this goes to my and argument. Basically, this is the people that said Melo is this, this, that, yeah, and like, you, negative shit. You can like, make, bro. and niggas is making up, fucking like, st- niggas is making up stats. Like, who the fuck is John Hollinger? What, how many games has John Hollinger ever played in the NBA to be able to make up a stat and and then people apply that stat to actual people who play basketball. Like to me, like I have a problem with that shit. Like this shit is like they're making up <laughs> shit. Like they're making up shit as they go along to yeah. fit their argument whether or not I fuck with this player or not. Like yeah. that shit is whack to me. Yeah. So like I don't really. I think analytics is going off the deep end. Like now, like mm. and to me, it's just that it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a slave mindset, dog. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. these these is like I'm measuring like their width and wingspan. And, and head size and all this other shit to say what like that this player can actually put the ball in the hoop or not like come yeah. on I can see that from a mile away with with one eye like yeah I I get like statistics you know I get like looking at the statistics I know when I played like yo um 
you know, our coach used to have someone record a lot of the statistics that aren't on the box scores mm-hmm. or the box sheets or whatever. So, like, things like deflections, um, you know, um, you know, how many people, like, protect the lane, like, checking people when they come in the lane, stuff that just doesn't go on the box score, but it makes such a big difference. I get that stuff. It matters. But I don't think you ever need to, like, feed into the the monster too much because it'll turn into Frankenstein. Word. And it'll start to lead the narrative. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's cool to have a vice, but when the vice becomes the thing to do over it accompanying what was, you know, what you did, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Now you've lost all meaning. And, like, I feel like that's what it is happening. They become obsessed with the shit. Absolutely. They took the numbers and they got obsessed with it. And now what they're doing is it's it's pretty much like a a, a robot is telling them who's good and who's not. Yeah. And that it, it that doesn't measure leadership skills. Yeah. Right. That doesn't measure all of the intangibles. Absolutely. That just doesn't do that. And you, you we know we know this game is balling as a spirit. Mm-hmm. When you could ball, it's a spirit. Like you yeah. gotta be able to, you know, so I, I definitely agree with you when it comes to that, man. Like um what it does is it takes it takes coaching. It, it limits coaching, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. Yeah. It, it degrades yeah. coaching. It devalues coaching because, you know, coaches, um, they're the ones who, like, really give you your role. Mm-hmm. On, on, the, on the court. Yeah. They you advise know what you mean? what Absolutely. to do. With the you basketball. feel what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's like, yo, if you don't, if you, it's bad enough they don't pay those guys enough. Mm-hmm. Like, they should pay you just as much as a player. How am I listening to somebody yeah, get paid like that? I don't know. Not on it's the not NBA, even on the um, not on the NBA landscape because you door. don't want the coach to really think he's more important than LeBron or the star player. Why? Because I get not because the star player sells the tickets. The players, the, the fans that come to see the star player, they, yo, don't, my dude. they don't come to see the coach. Yo, you well, know, I think I think that's about to change. I think that's about how, to change. How would you? <laughs> what, what what fan you know goes to see the coach? Coach. Yo, hey, with you, hey, yo, my dude. Look at look at AAU look, right now. Maybe. Look at AAU right now. Listen, listen. Lonzo Ball is the hottest selling ticket. I mean, LeVar Ball, rather, is the hottest selling ticket in AAU basketball right now. Hey, yo, my dog. (laughs) Would I really, would I really listen to a guy who, would I listen to a father if he didn't pay my bills or if he didn't, like, contribute to my, like, financial well-being? Facts. He's the one with the money, therefore he's empowered, so I'm, I'm forced to listen. They asked Allen Iverson if he'd be a coach. And I think TMZ did when he was in the car. He was like, hell no. Fuck no. And he was like, cuz, how am I going to tell them what to do? And I don't make as much money as they do. And it's like, that's why these players are so arrogant. That's why they get coaches fired. That's why they end up blowing championships. Because they have too much power. Yo, you, I'm not saying pay them as much as LeBron. But what I'm saying is it doesn't count against the salary cap. So Fact. what's the limit in paying them? You know what I mean? Where is where does coaching thrive? College basketball, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's more about. College basketball. We got the great coaches in college basketball, yeah. right? Now, like even now, I'm saying what it, it needs to be more like a compromise between that and the NBA. Like, mm-hmm. no, it doesn't need to be like Coach K where they get all the money. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't need to be like Rivetino where they get all the money. Yeah. But like, yo, pay them, uh, you know, more so that they can. Literally be able to get the respect. So whatever level that is, I think that pay them that. But paying them a lot less than the players like they do, it undermines them. 
and it really, really makes it a player's team. And a lot of times, a 22-year-old doesn't need to be telling a 4-year-old what's best for the team, especially when mm. a, a bunch of other 22-year-olds are dependent on this organization and running the system. Well, it, it, I think I that say, has I a lot say, to do with culture of the team, though. If I'm so an owner, though, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. It's just like there's no way I'm going to pay the, the coach X amount of dollars where it's like, oh, I, like there's no way I'm going to pay him X amount of dollars just for the simple fact to make the point that the coach is just as important as the players. You know what I mean? Like, for example, uh, Derek Fisher, right? He was like, before he had ever coached the NBA game, the Knicks went out and they gave him this huge contract, and it didn't work out. So, like, that's the owner's money. You talking about that? You come, the owner is coming out of pocket to pay Derek Fisher this lump sum, thinking that oh, this guy's gonna make my team better. Bro. What if he? What if he can't make your team better? Bro. Now you in the hole. Paying a coach this X amount of dollars. Like, Yo, my nah. dude, my dude, like, bro, nah. you you like, acting like you're not they, even a player. You're not even playing. You, you acting like they short on bread or something. Like I they, mean, nah, they I'm really saying, like not, are struggling. So he's just billionaires. They're making. I'm saying players a hundred times as much as everybody else. I'm just saying players got to play. Coaches got to coach. You know what I'm saying? Like there should not be any type of financial incentive. Yo, who your like coaches is just as valuable as who your star player is. It is, it is, but that don't mean you pay him more than the star player because it's just. I didn't say pay him more. Even close, he got he got paid less, man. He got you get, pay him their value. If you just said that they're okay. just as valuable, I'm okay with anybody getting their value in the open market. Well, they're just as valuable as the star player. Not really, though. Oh, you reneging? Yeah, no. Nah, I'm just thinking about the Derek Fisher situation. Oh, yeah, he's so valuable. Well, yo, nobody told right, you go high. Like he was a first year right, coach, man, bro. Not, but what about Greg Popovich? Greg Popovich shouldn't be played more more money, like. Who should be should, who should he be paid more money then? Lamarcus Aldridge. Where is going now? That's that's a good that's 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 a valid point. But you gotta remember, there's other teams offering Lamarcus Aldridge Doc just Rivers, the same amount of money. Doc Rivers, play, Doc Rivers first have to match. Doc that's Rivers really is more important than Blake. That's really what it's all about. Like the open market dictates. Okay, Brad you're Stevens. A free agent. Brad Stevens is just as important as anybody on the Celtics team. That guy's great. Man. Not anymore. He's not more important than Kyrie Irving anymore. He's not. Or Gordon Haywood. Like their star. Did you players, see that out of bounds play? Yeah, their, <laughs> their star players are more important than him. Now. Yo, I would pay Brad now, Stevens an extra three mil for his out of bounds plays. Hey, yo, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yo, I think. Like bugging in here. So I think there's. I think there's like an equilibrium in the NBA right now. Like I think yeah. there's there's teams that have like really great systems, and like due to their coach, due to their coach, which is true. Brad and like Stevens, some of them, Pop is great and some and they're overachieving. Like, their teams are overachieving Golden because Holden. of it. Yeah. And then there's teams that have, like, and I think these teams are becoming few and far between because all the, team, all the good players are on one team now. Yeah. You feel me? But there's teams that have, like, one good player or two or two okay players and a bunch of scrubs, not scrubs, but not all-star level talent that were, you know, 50, 40, 51 teams. You know what I mean? And I don't, I don't think – I think that has a lot to do with, like, the coaches – you know what I mean? And the coaches definitely deserve to be paid for when they overperform. And I think they should be penalized when they underperform. Like, okay. With talent. They already Incentive based contracts. Yeah. For coaches. They, they literally get fired, though. It should be incentive based. I think, but I think, I think overall, the league is like 
They look at coaches like they disposable, dog. Yo, my dude. They are. And it's a problem. Dude, they it's are. a problem. Why? There's no way you Why? can bring in a Yo, coach. No, 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 Imagine. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's like, bro, why don't you go out there and get the rebound? You're not really thinking about. Listen, listen, listen. You're not really. Players got to play. It's impossible for a coach to come into a team and really set up his system in years one or two. Like, it takes years for you to create a culture where, like, your players, number one, are identify, can identify and really know your system. Okay. Like, the back of their hand, as well as performing that system to your expectations. Hey, yo. You got coaches that's, that, you got teams that that's going through five coaches in six years and, mm-hmm. like, you know, all this bullshit. And you think that like that's gonna be good for your franchise as an owner? Like that's terrible because it shows that you don't have any continuity. You don't that's have the truth. like players. That's the if truth. I'm a player, but at the same time, I'm not time, going to. At coach, the same time, I'm not going to. I gotta get this out. I'm not going to. What's more important? What's more important? The engine of the car or whoever's driving? Oh the my car? god! I'm not going. Yo, the you, they both. Is they both. No, they both is important. Is, the engine is that's more a, important. You're not going no place without either one of those things. That's a Anybody can be a driver. You only got you only got one engine. That's a poor metaphor, bro. It's not true. Like yo, like react, man. All right, I don't think we're really taking into account the reality of these coaches' lives. Word. Like they literally don't get to stay at home for forty-one games. They gotta go everywhere the team goes. Yeah. They got kids. They got wives. The they gotta be at there. At the same time, they don't sell tickets, though. It's, really? they, it's a twenty-four hour they, job. Hold up, hold up, my dude. They sell tickets. How these these guys don't even know where to run without them? That's a that's a that's not true. Uh, for example, we don't watch pickup. For example, we don't watch. No, we example, don't watch. We don't pay to Rockets, watch pickup. Hold uh, up, example, let me let me talk. Okay, you like they don't. We don't pay to watch pickup, bro. We don't. We pay to watch organized basketball. That's the truth. Who puts the organization together? In any other corporation, whoever organizes the organization, the CEO is the one who gets the dollar. That's just true. You're going to have your MVPs that are like workers in the organization who are going to be achievers. Yes, but the CEO is the one who takes the blame. When you take the blame, which coaches all the time throw themselves in front of the blame. That's their job. When they they lose, when they win, the players get the credit. When they lose, the coaches get the blame. And that and that's the that's why you pay them. You pay them for the stress of having to manage egos. You pay them for the stress of having to travel. You pay them. That's why they don't. That's why we have shitty coaches because good coaches don't want to coach. When they get to a certain age, they can't handle the rigors of this without the dollars. Mm. And that shit sucks. That's true. You get somebody who's an outlier like Greg Popovich, and and you're like, okay, you know, you take for granted that he just loves his craft. That guy should be making thirty million dollars, man. He just should. And, I, and to add on to what you were saying, like, we don't even get Greg Popovich's no more or, like, your, your Jerry Sloan's no more. Yeah. Because, like, teams are just so quick when they get they, – they have one or two bad seasons to fire a coach. And it's not always the coach that's the reason why the team ain't doing good. Sometimes it'd be the players underperforming. It'd be players getting hurt. It'd be, like – it'd be a bunch of – it'd be running into a LeBron every year. Like, you feel me? All those things add on to whether or not a coach can be successful, and then, and I don't think like, I think the way the league is, is set up, like it's a it's a detriment to a franchise to continue to just go through coaches left and right 
because you just you just like you just looking for a scapegoat. Okay, all you right. Know what I mean? I'll give you this, right? You guys both bring up some valid points, but not the the actual reason as to why the coaches like have to be paid a certain amount of dollars more than what they're already being paid now. So like you made the point like, "Oh, yeah, like continuing uh can like having a consistent coach there is better for your franchise." That's true. Or yeah, like the coach has to pull up with it just as much flack as the players do. That's true. But nothing that would make the owner want to listen to what you guys are saying and actually pay their coach more. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's really the disconnect between what I'm trying to say and what y'all trying to say. If so, I'm the owner, I'm not trying to pay my coach what I pay my but players. It, but if you if crazy. the pill was if the pill was harder for the owner to swallow. Like if you paying your unless coach, he's Greg Popovich, if you paying your coach, let's just say you paying he, your coach, he deserves 20, that. You paying your coach twenty million dollars a year. Let's just say that number for for That's a ridiculous. fact. Ridiculous. And it, it, whatever, but you let's just say you pay your coach twenty million dollars a year. Pay Tristan Thompson. You're not gonna fire that. You're not gonna fire that coach like middle of the season. Like how you, that's that's you're to not the detriment fire. of the owner though. No, it's not. Wow. though. No, it's not. It's because it, it creates because the coach is now more powerful than the owner. Because oh, you can't fire me. Not. You're my boss. You can't fire me. Well, no, that's no. It's not that you can't fire him. It's just like now I I'm gonna second guess like how fast I pull the trigger. Like it gives coaches that added security of knowing that I can be here and do my job to the best of my ability, right? And that I have some security here. And that the, the the rug is not going to be pulled under my feet if like for some bullshit. Like the players now, like they have a lot of power, and I, I deservedly so in this league. Players deserve to have power. Like, okay, you know what I mean. Now, but like to be able to like undermine your coach, like you got it's too much of that happening. In the well, well, you're literally you're literally like you're literally not taking care of the brain of Absolutely. the team, and you think that the body's supposed to function well. I really don't get that. You can go build up the arms, you can go build up the legs, you can, you know, all of that, but the brain is literally what makes that shit all work. I don't understand. I un like I feel like, yes, they do they they don't have more power than the owner because you there's an incentive to not fire them. I mean, there's an incentive to not fire like J.R. Smith. Or what like what you know what I'm saying? I didn't say pay him more. You there's just I don't see how Tristan Thompson can't even damn catch in the finals. Yeah. Or make a layup. But he got what? An eighty million dollar contract? Thank you, LeBron. I, I like he you can say that this guy can barely walk and chew gum. He he's goofy. Yeah. And like he's worth eighty million dollars. But then Tyrone Lou, who is the one who's going to put your entire game plan together for to beat the Warriors, Steve Kerr, who is literally putting in your system that's working, is not worth the same amount as Tristan freaking Tom. You're literally going to try to tell me JaVel McGee or Andre Iguodala is more valuable than Steve Kerr. That is crazy, bro. Well... I agree with that premise, but at the same time, the system which the head coach in the NBA operates under is still a system to conduct uh, winning basketball, almost to the point where 
you're putting that pressure under the coach where they don't have as much guaranteed money or they don't have the length, the same length as an NBA player. Meaning, if you don't come in here, I'm hiring you and paying you already a million dollars, right? If you don't come in here and, and coach these guys up the right way, then you can, you're replaceable. You could be replaced. And, and I like that aspect for today's coaches in the point where it's results driven. If you're not doing the job, if you're not getting the right, if you're not doing the job done, you're not getting your plays to jail with your system, and it's not working out, you're gone. You're gone. It's, it, it, and it, it just works well, man. Like, I don't know. I feel like if you, it, it's just a bad, you, you're, you're talking about a slippery slope where you're playing, if you, if you do that with the coaches and give them that type of, uh, like, security, when things go wrong, they're, then, then, then they're blaming the owner. You don't want them to blame the owner. I'm, if I'm an owner, I can't do that. They already By do. They yeah, already they already do. blame the owner. Mike but, Brown blamed Jim Buzz, bro. Is, is he wrong? Time, but at the same time, you don't want the, the fans to say, yo, the owner's such an idiot. Why would you get this coach ahead? We this already think We already that do shit. that. But at the same time, it's easier when you could just fire a head coach and say, yo, he was the problem. This new guy's got it. He's got it covered. Boom, bingo, bongo. It's all about selling tickets, man. The NBA is still a business. You don't want to go for broke. How you, how you give Phil coaches. Jackson $12 million to sit around? Hey. And you're complaining about Derek Fisher. Hey, man. Hey. That's why Phil's gone, though. Man, I ain't like how he did Phil in New York, dog. What? You don't like how they... Oh, my. This is really a topic for another day, but what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I mean, I knew you was going to do that. New York like, New York, New York just... Is horrible. Like, yeah, when it I comes, feel like, like Phil did New York Knicks dirty. I think it's it's a respect thing. Like Yo, for me, like certain certain people. Phil like, Jackson sucked as a GM. Bottom line, how you know? How, yeah, he's he, terrible. I mean, how you know? I mean, to the to he I mean, do he anything. Drafted, he, he traded drafted away Porzingis. Did he like, ever have any control? Who, who the fuck knew control? who? Po- None of y'all even knew who Porzingis was. Like he drafted Porzingis. Okay. Like you feel me? Y'all booed. Y'all booed. That was, that was a huge move. That move. was a franchise player move. That was his only good move in his entire GM. What do you mean? Like they, that was it. He re-signed Melo. Okay. That wasn't a good move. All right. He got, Melo wanted to come back. He got all that trash out of there. He didn't know. That's, that's where I disagree with. He did not get any he, trash he, out of there. What, what contracts do y'all have now? Y'all don't have no real contracts. Exactly. Yeah, Joakim Noah. Still there? Oh my god! Eating up, eating up space with seventeen. That was that a was a mistake. Yeah, that was, that was a, mistake. a mistake. He believed too much in Joe. I don't Noah. know, man. I don't know. Phil Jackson. Derrick Rose was a good trade. Definitely. I, trade I would have did, yeah, but it didn't work out. So it is what it is. I don't. I, like honestly, I, all right. This is what I think about Phil. I think about. I think it is is fucked up what happened with Phil because I think it was wrong on both sides. I think some of Phil's antics was just like he wasn't handling it right. But at the same time, I don't feel like the respect from New York was there that it should have been there. Like, this guy's literally put together 11 championship teams. Like, that's not – like, that's a decade worth of rings. You feel me? Like, and you can say it's because he got the best players, but he was literally saying that Melo is the centerpiece of the triangle. Now, I actually believe in the triangle because I see Golden State running it all the time. That's what they like. People don't even really know what the triangle is. Yeah, they don't understand that it's just about getting two on ones. It's just about ball reversal and ball movement and using the post and running off the post a lot. And like y'all, Carmelo's good in the post. I them guys in New York, those players who were like bucking the system, 
I don't think they know basketball. I really don't. I think all of these media like people talking about it, I don't think they know basketball that well. Preach. I don't think they really, really Preach. even understand Preach. how the how the how the, the system actually operates. I they, every team uses the triangle now. Every team. Phil just runs a really structured environment in it. Now if you can't go watch Kobe's game film as Carmelo and find a way to play in that, yeah, I think it's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? Not him. I think to me, I felt like like I felt like Melo was just being too lazy to go off. He didn't want to come off screens. Like to me, he didn't want to come off screens. He ain't want to. He he really he wanted to play he wanted, ball. He want to be hoodie Melo. Yeah, oh he he want he, he want to be ball now, stopping now, man, Melo. Now I'm dealing with uh, Melo bashers. Now he wanted what? he wanted to be ball Mello. stopping Melo. <laughs> he wanted to be ball stopping Melo. <laughs> In the league that was drifting toward ball movement, like man, Phil Jackson sucked as a GM. No, nah, I don't. I, I think. I he think ultimately. Of, I think ultimately. Like why, did he, York, why did Why did he New trade York away market, Shump and Jr. for peanuts? All right, listen. Let me just make my, my, my point out. Let me make my point out. Let me make my point out real quick. <laughs> I think. I think. You know, New York was just the wrong market for Phil to try and like build a team in. Because it was no, it was definitely, there's never any patience in New York. No patience. No patience. It takes three, four years for you to even establish a system and a culture with a team. Like, they did not have that patience coming in. They they thought he was going to come in and save the franchise in two seasons, and everybody knew that shit wasn't going to happen. Um, I think the real, I think the media really had a great time with like, with, Phil Jackson being Phil Jackson. Like, he always has been that snarky old guy who talks shit to his players. Even when Kobe was, when he was in Lakers, he did that shit all day. He plays mind games. Like, that's the type of coach he is. Like, Kobe loved it. And Kobe Kobe thrived in it. Melo was a little mentally weak. Like, he couldn't take it. Like, he would, he would blast out about it, talk shit to the media. Like, and the media sensed the, the division there, and they just, they just drove a stake right through that shit. And once they was able, once they sensed that blood in the water about Melo being like a little more weak minded than like a Kobe and not able to take it, like they, that's what that was the end for that Phil Jackson. They, like, yo, they're more interested in the back page of the, and the stories. Yeah. yeah, that's what they like. Yo, the the Knicks are like too much like the Jets. Facts. Like they literally just go after what's sexy right now, and that's it. And they just keep going after it and keep going after it and keep going after it. And Phil was trying to say slow up and build organically. Like what the Yankees just did. You know how the Yankees literally would just go try to sign people. Just go try to sign who's hot right now. Yeah. And like, yo, they finally said, slow up. Let's build from the inside. Let's go get these cats. And now look. Look what Adam Judge turned into. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. the Adam, it's, it's, it's better and it's more long-lasting to build a system inside of you. That's what the Spurs do. They believe in the long term. They don't go for the sexy pick. And that I, I feel like the, the Knicks just didn't want to listen to Phil's process of, of being that way, of saying, like, no, Pat Riley had a few losing seasons in Miami. You know, Popovich, yeah, Popovich won, but before he 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 wasn't doing so hot before Tim got there. They was about to fire him. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But it, he drafted Tim. Now, people were like, why are you drafting Tim Duncan, when we already have David Robinson at the end of his career, and da da da, da. like, why would you bring in another center? Because I'm gonna play them together. Like y'all don't, y'all don't see my vision. You know, they like New Yorkers don't, they don't see the vision, and they don't wait because you gotta be patient, or else, like, yo, you're gonna drive a person like Phil crazy because he needs time to like build his situation. You're not the Lakers. Where the Lakers, yo. 
I have to give a, I have to shout out to Mitch, Mitch Kupchak, man. That guy, he owned the 2000s, bro. When it came to making the moves that the team needed, I remember when Kobe really asked to be traded. I remember And that. Mitch Kupchak said, hell no, be cool. Just be patient. Because Kobe was impatient. Yeah. And, like, before That's you know I it. That's what I did with Kyrie Irving. This out, oh, I'm like. Before you know it. I'm not trading you. Yeah, nah, yeah, I think that's gonna be the best thing for LeBron. That's, that's actually gonna be the reason why LeBron stays that ass. Before you knew it, the Lakers had Pau Gasol. Word. Boom, two chips. They had run our test. Boom, two chips. You feel me? Like it's yeah. like, yo, you just gotta be patient. I mean, New York is the worst for that shit, man. Well, maybe Philly. That's why Philly, the the, the Sixers and the Eagles don't ever win because they have no patience. And I'm I lived in Philly. I rap with them. Or we argue sports all the time. It's like, yo. They'll admit it. No, we have no patience. Word. We don't. If, if, if yo Carson could go, if yeah. he don't win, like in the next like year oh, or two, <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be throwing batteries at Carson. Like yo, that's just how Philly works. New York is the same way. Yo, they booed Santa Claus on Christmas Day in Philadelphia. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like they don't have they, they don't have Y'all no boo love, Eli, bro. bro. Fuck Eli, dog. I'm ready for Eli to go. Like this is this is not see what NFL I mean? podcast. You see now not he joins NFL in podcast, but like I'm ready for Eli to be gone, dog. Like right, I've been well, ready that's for a topic him for a couple of seasons. What? Two yeah, rings, man. a Hall of Fame career. You ready for? I'm ready for a black quarterback in New York. All right. Oh well, then okay, okay, late, okay, later for that. Right. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, we will re, we will reconvene. <laughs> well, we reached the hour. 30 minute mark right now on the NBA oh, League Pass podcast. We've been Jeez. wrapping it up. NBA talk for a long, long time, man. You guys ready to sign out for this week? Definitely, man. Yeah, we can sign out, man. Uh, make sure you guys like and subscribe on iTunes. iTunes podcast section under World Report Radio Series. Uh, follow me on Twitter at War Report Radio Straight Through. On Instagram, War underscore Report underscore Radio. Uh, I'm going to give these two fellas a chance to sign out one time. Shout out to the War Report. Peace. Hobbs. Mike Hobbs again. Um Mike is Nork underscore at everything. That's IG, Snapchat, uh Twitter. Uh and thanks for having me again to the War Report. Peace. Yeah, once again, man, just win. Shout out to the War Report. Thank you for having me. Um all my handles on IG, Twitter, Facebook, everything is uh just the winner, spelled correctly. And uh yeah, look forward to coming back. All right, all right.